a chemical called N-propyl disulfide. Okay, I don't know how to pronounce it, but... Hi everyone, Ginidad here. So today it's Ginidad Podcast Episode 6. Today we're going to cover a topic, food that are toxic for guinea pigs. So as you can see, this week's um, podcast is a little bit different because you know there are some things going on and uh, for this week, I'll be doing it alone and next week, we'll uh, enjoy both joints. The reason I wanted to cover this uh, toxic food for guinea pig is because you know, some people have misunderstanding. Actually, I have a funny story. I'm di digressing again. But when we first started this business, Guinea Dad Business, um, there was one customer who reached out saying that um, what kind of liner do they need? So, you know, what we usually do is before going into the liner specific, we always kind of try to make sure all the customers and fans are taking take care of their guinea pigs pretty well. So we asked them, hey, what do you feed? Where's the cage? What location within the living room? What not? This guinea pig owner, she, she had a husband and she was complaining that um, her husband would keep feeding Cheerios and white bread. So um, I told her, you know, that's really not okay. And then she should, you know, definitely tell, you know, her husband, talk to him about it and convince him that guinea pigs are, you know, animals that, that they need more care. White bread and Cheerios, they're not in our top toxic list, but definitely is not something that we should give guinea pigs because they're grains. As you may already know, guinea pigs are herbivores. They only eat um, vegetables, grass, they don't eat meat, right? So their main diet is composed of hay and um, they're not like cats and dogs, you know, like back in the days when like a dog in the countryside, they would just eat the leftover that human would leave because they're omnivores, they can eat anything, right? And you know, cats, they would <laughs> eat fish, meat, uh, whatever um, is available, you know, I think you know, cats in the countryside, they sometimes catch birds and, you know, hunt mouse, mice, um, so on and so forth. So guinea pigs are different and because many people don't understand guinea pigs diet as well as dogs and cats, just purely because of their exposure since they were kids, um, there are some misunderstanding. Um, guinea pigs have a very unique digestive system and then this is somewhat common with other herbivore animals and surprisingly um, guinea pigs diet is also very similar to horses. You know, horses is horses a huge animal but they're also herbivore and their main diet is also hay. Horses uh, in a way very similar in that you know if horse tends to be like a little bit overweight um, the horse owners would give them more you know grass hay and so on and so forth. The hay is important because of the fiber and because guinea pigs have special enzyme that can break down this fiber to turn it into something that they need. So the fiber, constant fiber intake is required for guinea pigs. Um, so going into the our main topic, toxic food for guinea pigs. So number one, avocados. So guinea pig cannot eat avocados. Avocado is super high in fat 
and you know it's delicious for us like guacamole i love guacamole and chips and so on and so forth and like um, maybe some avocado toppings in my sandwich to make it a little bit um uh, i will call it a little bit luxurious but um yeah i mean i love those too but you know guinea pigs can't have them so you should not give them avocado has a chemical that could cause like respiratory issues for guinea pigs guinea pigs you know as you may already know and as i you know, continue to tell everyone all the time, guinea pigs have very weak uh, respiratory system. So we need to watch out for that, and avocado does the exact opposite. So, also avocado is, um, could be bad for guinea pigs' heart because of the fluid buildup. And you know, we, that's why we need to make sure, you know, if you have some avocados for your sandwich or guacamole or whatever, you don't give guinea pigs the leftover. Okay. Um, actually, I have a story around this. One day, um, Sean uh, called in like in the morning, and he told me that he had to bring Ronnie, um, his rabbit, to hospital like as ASAP. Right? It was an emergency. So I, uh, like, after he took care of it, he went to the vet. Um, he called me back, and then I asked him like, what happened? And uh, what his uh, rabbit did was the rabbit got into the garbage can and ate the avocado, and then. He did some search and then found out avocado was also bad for rabbits. So he took, you know, the rabbit to the hospital and then actually that did a checkup and it was okay. Even though not much of a harm done to the rabbit, it doesn't mean that it's okay to for them to eat it, right? It's same for guinea pigs. Um, you know, you, your guinea pig might have had a little bit of avocado because you accidentally fed them or something. Just because they're okay doesn't mean it's okay. Uh, next one is uh, onions and garlic. So onions and garlic, they both contain uh, something toxic for guinea pigs. Uh, so I have it written down here, a chemical called N-propyl disulfide. Okay, I don't know how to pronounce it, but you know that that has, essentially it's a chemical um, that can cause like anemia in guinea pigs. So we need to be really careful. And you know, like you kind of you will kind of know it instinctively, right? Garlic, onion, they have like super strong taste and whatnot. And giving guinea pigs they always eat something a little bit bland, like hey, honestly that tastes like cardboard. I don't know if you saw our previous podcast where I ate cake. You know, it tastes like cardboard with a little bit of hint of grass. But anyways, um, garlic onion, I love it. You know, being Korean, um, Korean American, you know, I eat a lot of garlic and a lot of onion, but um, not for, not so much for guinea pigs. So number three is peanut butter. You should not give peanut butter. So first of all, just being butter, you know, that's not good, right? Um, even even coconut oil or peanut butter, these things have super high fat content, and fat content is not always good for guinea pigs in an excessive amount. And these food have excessive amount. Guinea pigs are small animals, and they also have a small throat. So you know, their pathway for the food to pass through, you know, they're relatively small. But you know, peanut butter is pretty sticky. Um, you know, just for just like a baby who eats like a candy and gets stuck in the throat so that um, they can choke on it, you know, same thing like toys for babies. Peanut butter can actually um, block their airway and block their you know throat so that you know guinea pigs can have like I mean something really bad can happen to them. 
So we should definitely avoid giving peanut butter to guinea pigs. You know, other than this, um, according to this uh, research, you know, it can also kill liver and pancreatic cells and the digestive, digestive system for guinea pigs as well. So fourth toxic food is chocolate. So chocolate is, you know, it, is, isn't it kind of obvious? <laughs> I mean, if you're a dog owner, um, you already know, like, it's extremely toxic for dogs and you should never feed your chocolate to your dog. Same for guinea pigs, you should never feed chocolate to guinea pigs. Chocolate? Even if it wasn't chocolate? toxic, like, if you just think about it, like, a little bit logically, it's a lot of sugar, right? Especially the milk chocolate and whatnot. But even, even if it's a dark chocolate, you know, it's extremely bad for guinea pigs and actually more higher cacao content uh, that chocolate has, it's actually worse for guinea pigs. You know, it can have a lot of negative impacts like um, it can have bad impact on the nervous system and it's and that also it can have bad impact on blood vessel uh, constriction. Avoid chocolate. Actually, that reminds me. Actually, this has nothing to do with pet, but um, I was walking down the street in LA um, like three years ago before I moved to Las Vegas and when I was walking all of a sudden these two guys came up to me I think this was when like YouTube was even hotter than now like everyone was trying to become YouTuber like now it's like everyone's trying to be a TikToker but so two guys just ran up to me and was like hey, uh, can I do an interview with you guys? And they had like legit big camera. So they were like, okay, so do you, do you like dark chocolate or you know milk chocolate? I said, I, I like darker chocolates. And then he was like, why do you like it? And I was like, I don't know, it's, it tastes healthier for me. And so uh, actually that was the end of the interview. <laughs> and then uh, they they asked that question. I was like, they just said thank you and left. And they asked that same question to like multiple guys in that uh, area. So I think they were trying to put up a commercial or whatever. But maybe maybe they were working for a dark chocolate company. They were they seemed pretty satisfied with the answer that they heard. But anyways, so and it could taste healthier for humans, but. It's the opposite for guinea pigs. If it's more concentrated with chocolate, then it's worse for guinea pigs. The next one is actually less obvious. Um, it's rice. So, you know, like I said before, with the guy who gave like white bread and Cheerios to guinea pigs all the time, you know, rice is somewhat similar because it's also a grain. And we don't want to give rice to guinea pigs. And especially if it's cooked rice, you know, what. You know humans eat you know that's even worse right so i mean even, even if it's a vegetable too it's just not rice um if you have like cooked vegetable do not share with your guinea pig if you're eating salad you can without the dressing yeah sure you can share some of that with your guinea pigs if it's like red leaf lettuce green leaf lettuce you know, small tomato whatever do not share cooked food with your guinea pigs and when it comes to rice too you know it's it's it, if you think about it, it actually makes sense it's very sticky, it's kind of heavy, it's like heavy, you know, carbohydrate. So, you know, guinea pig being uh, an animal who requires constant high fiber content that, that helps move the stomach, if they have a lot of grain in there, that's, that can interfere with the digest, digestive system. Also, because rice is so high in calorie, you know, everyone knows, right, carbs, they can, you know, lead to overweight 
like they can make a guinea pig gain weight but unhealthily and give like stomach issues right so you know avoid rice at all costs same for white bread and cheerios so the last one is xylitol um, i'm not sure if you guys are all familiar with xylitol but there are some like uh, chewing gums that are made of xylitol that actually taste pretty good and then uh, taste fresh right it's kind of minty right uh, but it's it's actually found in like baked goods uh, where you want to make it sugar-free or whatnot and but these are extremely bad for guinea pigs you know uh, if if xylitol is consumed by your guinea pig it can drop their blood sugar level and then it can go to a very dangerous sta uh, stage so if for some reason you have xylitol in your house and if guinea pig happen to eat it then actually you actually have to go to a vet uh, because it can actually lead to something extremely bad actually uh, kind of similar to avocado right like you know when when sean um had his rabbit consume avocado you know accidentally he went to the vet right away uh, it's same thing for guinea pigs you know guinea pigs are extremely sensitive um so you have to go to a vet whenever they consume something they're not supposed to and you should do it right away i think i mentioned it before it doesn't matter if you don't have an appointment some emergency situation like this you know you have to save your guinea pig right so just don't, you don't even have to call them it doesn't matter or you maybe you can call them and tell just tell them you're coming no matter what but say that this is an emergency you need to get your guinea pig seen right away and then you know vets will vets and nurses they will help you i'm not sure if um this podcast was you know it's a very different format because i'm doing it alone um because of the situation that i'm in i'm in right now i hope uh, some of the information that I shared and some of the side stories, which actually I didn't have as much as I thought, was interesting to you. Um, I, you know, when it comes to diet, it's really important, right? Uh, like I tell everyone every time that you know guinea pigs diet and guinea pigs are bedding. Those two are the most important components that is going to directly lead to guinea pigs being healthy or not healthy. So. You know, it's very important for us to take care of it. And when it comes to eating, uh, you make sure you do, uh, you know, research. And we have in our blog some of the, you know, fruits that you can give your vegetable, I mean, fruits that you can give your guinea pigs. And also we have like a full-blown meal plan, a vegetable meal plan for guinea pigs. So be sure to check out those blogs as well. I guess I can use this chance as to introduce some of our products. Um, we have um, herbal supplements in our shop as well. Um, it comes in a convenient cup and that you can, that kind of makes the bonding with your guinea pig a little bit easier and then keeping the content fresh as possible. So go please go check that out. It's part of our Nourish series along with our Timothy Orchard Hay and treats like pea flake. Uh, Rosehip uh, could be an option if you're looking for some ways to uh, vitamin uh, supplement vitamin C as well. Um, on top of that, if you have a guinea pig, make sure you go see a vet time to time. Um, you know, some people say six months, once in six months, but you know, at least once a year, try to go see a vet just do a general checkup. Try to go to a vet who actually understands what they're doing because um, I, I'm not I'm not saying that they are they're inadequate, but 
um, you know, some, some vets are more experienced with small animals and guinea pigs than others. So make sure you try to find the exotic vet who is more experienced with guinea pigs. Some vets are better than the others. So to give an example, when Peanut was sick with the upper respiratory issue, um, we went to a vet and then she was extremely knowledgeable when it comes to guinea pigs but what I was even more impressed about this, uh, this doctor was she actually did research just for peanuts so that peanut can recover and at that time <laughs> I think this doctor was the third doctor that I visited in Las Vegas and the first two actually made the guinea pigs uh, peanuts condition much worse but um, after doing everything that she suggested, uh, Peanut started to recover and then um, Peanut, I, I believe that if I did not meet her, um, Peanut could have passed away even one year earlier. So, um, you know, it's very important for you to find the vet that actually knows what they're doing and that they really who cares about what they're doing. That's very important. You have to find one who really cares about your guinea pig. So uh, that's everything on this topic, toxic food for guinea pigs. Um, at the end of the day, we all want to take care of our guinea pigs and let's all make sure our guinea pigs have healthy and happy life. Oh, by the way, so this uh, podcast is going to be part of a blog post. Um, we actually have a, for every podcast that we do, because these are somewhat educational, we uh, create a blog post that is more detailed um, and more informative and we put the link in the description below of our youtube channel to make sure that everyone can go read them in more detail if they care to learn more thank you for watching bye